Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. I'm practicing my radio voice. I, I really don't have one. I have more of a twangy voice. You think I'd be a country singer? <laughs> like like Shania Twain. I can just hear you doing Shania Twain songs. I'm, I'll be Shania Jane. So, <laughs> so uh, as per our usual discussions together, Ben and I get together like 30 seconds before we start one of these and say, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? So the first thing that pops out one of our mouths, our mouths, that's what we usually talk about. So today I got to speak first. I actually popped out a word before Ben. I'm actually training Ben. I'm usually the one that goes 100 miles an hour, but he's so used to me now, being with me the last six years, that uh, he, he spits out words like a bullet train, and it's, it's all my fault. So, I feel like you're making references. <laughs> <laughs> I probably am, but I don't know what they mean, so I'm not that smart. So today we're going to talk about a little bit about breathing, and the, the reason it actually clicked in my mind today is I had a lesson earlier with a new student brilliant young female singer, uh, a lot of power, and she's already got her technique down. She's had good coaches, and I did catch her like raising her shoulders a couple times, but hey, we, we do that every once in a while, and we fix it. So she knows about breathing, but she mentioned to me, she said, you know, um, I have her, this is the second lesson that I have her doing cardio singing on a treadmill. She says, I, I notice I'm getting out of breath, and even on stage sometimes I get out of breath. So it got me to thinking, breathing's just not about learning how to breathe. It's about phrasing and breath release and how do you apply it to a song. So I figured we'd, we'd cover uh, a few tips today. So Ben, you got anything to add before I start rambling off? Um, I have some things to, th- to cover related to that, but I'm sure you might cover them or I'll save them okay. for later. Well, so Then why don't I'll start with the basic breathing tips and then remind me so I don't forget my little story about my 60-second note and about uh, that's uh, that's um, inhalation sensation. I'm saying this out loud so all the listeners will remind me too so they can email me. As this thing yeah, is- we're going to post this podcast and you'll have hey, forgotten. you've forgotten to talk about the inhalation sensation and about phrasing and about breath marks with song mapping. So uh, everybody, uh, take a look in a mirror or something. And it's pretty standard. You've probably heard this before. If you're a Vendera Vocal Academy member, if you've read Raise Your Voice, you already know this stuff, but I want you to take a big, deep breath as quickly as you can. Now exhale. Now inhale. Now exhale. Now do it really fast like <laughs> until you black out. No, I'm just teasing. So do it a couple times. And really pay attention to your body and mentally know what your body's doing. Uh, is your belly popping out when you inhale or is it sucking in? Is it getting like slimmer as you inhale or your shoulders raising? Is your chest popping out? What is going on? Now I'm watching Ben. He's breathing. And he's actually breathing correctly. So, Ben, what actually, you- I'm just not breathing. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> I'm making it look like I'm not breathing incorrectly by just not breathing. <laughs> he's holding his breath. Uh, so, the when I first learned this, I want to be honest, I didn't know a lot about it. I did two weird things, and both of these are incorrect. I raised my shoulders really high to where it looked like I had like a little midget neck, and I sucked in my stomach because I thought when I inhale, <gasps> suck in your stomach so it's flatter. 
that is completely wrong. So if you've done either of those things, if you raised your shoulders or you sucked in your stomach, that is backwards. Really what you want to do, if any of you have uh, babies or you have siblings and when they're really, really young, you know, less than a year old and they're laying in their crib and they're sleeping, as you watch them and listen to them inhale and exhale, as they inhale, their little bellies rise up. And as they exhale, they drop down. So literally, your belly is supposed to protrude when you're breathing correctly. Now, why does this happen? We have this uh, muscle called a diaphragm. It's right at the edge of your ribs. And, you know, I grew up and I always said, sing from your diaphragm, support with your diaphragm. Well, here's the problem with that. The diaphragm is not really the singing muscle as a lot of people think it is. It's the inhalation muscle. So when you inhale, it expands. It expands downward, which will make your belly pop out. Your ribs will come out to the side. Even your back will expand because it's, uh, it's got to go somewhere. So down below has to make room for that diaphragm to drop. That's why the intestines, the, the stomach, they pop out. They get a, you know, come out a little bit. The ribs kick out to the side. This is correct breathing. Now, when that happens, those sacs that we call lungs actually fill with air. It's like a vacuum. The air just kind of comes in and they feel from the bottom up is what I like to say. It's almost like feeling a vase. So that's great. So let's try it again. Put your hand on your belly. And actually, Ben's got a really cool way that he does this. So Ben, why don't I let you walk them through that exercise? Um, okay, sure. And then I'll be hungry for a sandwich after you explain it. But go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, no. Okay, so I call this the air sandwich. And so what I have people do is I pretend that the hands are slices of bread, okay? So we're going to take one hand and you're going to put it uh, over your belly button or just a little below your belly button. And you're going to take your other hand and put it behind your uh, back. Put the back of your hand to the back of your body like as if you were a waiter or you're you know, a soldier or something. You have one hand behind your back, one hand in front uh, on your belly. And then what you need to do is just relax your shoulders. A lot of people, whenever they put a hand behind their backs, they kind of like raise the shoulders. We don't want that. So just keep their shoulders nice and relaxed and down. And now what I want you to do is I want you to imagine we're putting some air between the sandwich bread. So we're going to fill up the space between the two hands. We want to expand the space. So when you inhale, you don't want the shoulders to rise. We're not trying to breathe into the top of the lungs. We're trying to increase the space between the hands. So just go ahead and try that. Inhale. Make that sandwich bigger. Exhale. Take away some of that sandwich meat. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and also, um, when you're doing this, we, we want to focus right now just most just on the hand movement. And then so whenever you breathe in, you can kind of feel that the front hand is moving kind of farther away and the back hand is staying still. But I kind of want you to imagine pushing the back hand back a little bit. Correct. Because your, your back muscles will... Yeah. Of course, you're not going to expand like your stomach does. Everything's more pliable and easy to move in the front where we have this wall of muscle in the back around our spine, but it should still expand. In fact, um, interject while you're talking about this, a lot of students, I say, uh, when you want to breathe right, pretend like you, you step inside of a, a rubber tire. It's just laying on the ground, and it's not a heavy tire. It's not that big, but you, you, you squat down, and you grab it, and you pick it up to where it surrounds your belly. Now, you take a big, deep breath. And you expand your belly out, your back backwards, and your side ribs come out to the side. And then you let your hands go, and that tire does not fall. You're actually holding it in place because all the way around your body is expanded. What I like yep. about when, when, what I like about the exercise Ben does is when you have your hands, 
like your palm on your belly button and the back of the other hand on the back of your back and you inhale, he says, no, don't raise your shoulders. It almost feels like I can't really raise my shoulders. It almost feels since my arms are down and placed against my lower belly that they don't really want to rise. They just seem naturally like they want to just stay relaxed and down. And uh, you'll watch it. You probably, a lot of you caught it in the mirror when you breathe, those shoulders raise. Well, that, yeah, that bugs me. It bugged me personally and irritated my voice because I was tensing in the throat. As soon as I raised the shoulders, I'm adding tension, attention in those muscles. So we had to walk away from that. So practice this air sandwich. Do we want to give them a couple more? Yeah. Uh, right. You want to give them another one? Yeah, sure. So uh, this is one I learned uh, actually in choir. So kudos to my choir director, uh, Mr. Hood. So what we want to do is you want to take your two hands and you're going to put both, you're going to put the palms of your hands on your back. So kind of like you're a pregnant woman, you know, like you wanted to stick the belly out. So we, we're doing the, the pregnant woman hands on the back of the, uh, on, on your back type of thing. Or is this like when you put your hands back, you're like, oh, my back's hurting. Like when you yeah. put your, okay. Yeah, exactly. I, I can relate to that. <laughs> okay. So what we're going to do is I want you to take uh, your, in, your middle finger on each hand and I want you to just gently place them together. We're not going to push them together, but they should be just like over your spine and you have them here and then just relax the shoulders again. And what we're going to do is when we inhale, I want you to separate the middle fingers just a little bit, just to separate the tips of your fingers. Uh, not, not, not that you're pulling your hands apart. As you yeah. inhale, you're allowing the, the expansion of your lower body to separate those fingers. Yes. So and as you inhale, the increased air is, is going to be what causes it. You're not pulling your hands. You're not doing any crazy, you know, contortion acrobatics or whatever. And it's not going to separate hugely, uh, but you will add a space there. So you just inhale and the tips of the fingers separate. And you can exhale, you might notice they come back together. And do this a few times and try to like make the separation between the fingers a bigger distance each time. Like you inhale, maybe it's just, you know, a centimeter or two, half an inch, an inch. Exhale and then inhale again. Try to make it a bigger difference, right? And so as you're doing this again, don't raise the shoulders, keep the shoulders nice and relaxed. And so this is, this is how we're doing our lower abdominal breathing. We're expanding all the way around. And then another uh, one more that you can do for this is you can just put your hands kind of like on your, on your waist sort of um, as if you're, you know, impatient or whatever, you're waiting for something and you're grumpy about it. Just put the palms of your hands on the sides of your body below your ribs. Um, and then what you're going to do is you're going to inhale and you want where it's kind of like another air sandwich, but your hands are on your sides instead of on the front and back of your body. And you're going to inhale and you want to expand the space between your left hands. and right hand. Yeah. No, actually go over this and raise your voice. I actually raise mine a little higher. So they actually on, which it doesn't matter. It, it's the same both ways, but I, I would place them higher, like on my ribs. And I, I yeah, did this works. specifically because uh, a lot of singers who sing low notes, they kind of lose that connection. And if I can get them to spread these side ribs, uh, they seem to have more of a, a deeper vibration. And actually, I learned that from Elizabeth Sabine. So uh, another thing you can do, these are great uh, exercises. Uh, and I teach this anytime I have a beginning lesson and a, a singer is not used to breathing correctly, I'll lie down on the ground and I'll throw my iPhone or a book on my belly. And I'm like, watch this, like babies breathe. They inhale. The book rises, I exhale, it drops. I said, look, you notice my shoulders didn't move. 
So I'll have them try it. And I said, you know what? It's, it's, it's a learned uh, skill. We knew it when we were born, but we've forgotten along the way. So you may have to practice this air sandwich, the, the pregnant lady, uh, the hands on the sides, the book on the belly on the floor. You may have to practice this for you know, a couple months till you, you, it starts to seem like it's natural because sometimes when we are used to raising our shoulders high and puffing our chest out and sucking our stomach in, when we go to breathe correctly, uh, it feels very, very weird. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, don't don't be freaked out. This is the natural way you're supposed to breathe. It will help. Now, with my student today, she's breathing correctly. Uh, she knows what's going on. So uh, well, I had to give her something else to help her. And I said, okay, so give me an example. She said, well, sometimes I'm singing and I'm running out of breath before phrases or I got to hold a note out and I'm kind of losing it. So, what I had her do, what I'm having her do is starting in her, her natural speaking range. I'm not worried about like high notes yet. And just going like, a really easy, resonant speaking note. But as you do that, I want you to pretend that you're inhaling the note. So before we even make a sound, go ahead and slowly like this, inhale. Now, you don't want to scrape the sound like, we don't want to scrape. We want to keep the cords open. But I want you to just inhale, even on a slight yawn, to feel how that feels. Remember that. Don't let go of that. Now, we're going to do the ma. And as you sing that note out, I want you to pretend you're still inhaling the note. I want you all to start this, and I want you to continue and hold that note until you're out of breath. I want you to hate my guts. I really want you to feel it in those stomach muscles. I want them to burn. So if you, you start, I'll get you started, and then you continue on, and Ben and I will talk for like 30 minutes until you're out of breath. So just go, and hold that note, but pretend you're inhaling it. I'm going to pause. I wish we had the Jeopardy theme music so we could play do, that. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, I'm sure a couple of you have already uh, winded out. I know some of you are going. I actually like to do this in workshops. And I'll have them go. And I'm like, whoever holds the note out the longest is going to win a copy of Raise Your Voice. And I'll always be some, yeah, you know, <laughs> for, like, for like 14 minutes. You know, I, I'm actually, you keep doing this. I want to talk really quick. Uh, this is called the inhalation sensation, and actually, it's a, it's actually from Italian exercises. It's inhalare la voce. Uh, I learned from one of my students, and it's the sensation when you feel that the voice coming out of your body is so effortlessly happening that it almost feels like you're sipping in the note. So I was in uh, a band. Uh, my last band that used to play out in bars was back in like 2004. And our last gig, I remember we, we used to play Stranglehold by, um, I can't believe I forgot his name, uh, Cat Scratch Fever guy, Ted Nugent. And so the note, uh, it wasn't a high note, it was around a G sharp above middle C. And my guitar player would be like, he'd be holding out the guitar part, and I'd be, like, I'd be copying him and wailing on this note. But the problem is, that particular night, I forgot to take a big deep breath, and I'm very, very competitive. And so I'm like sweating. I'm like, oh my God, he's going to keep wailing that note on a guitar and I'm going to run out of breath. So I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. And suddenly something switched, like a, uh, like a light switch went off or I did a 180 and all of a sudden instead of me singing this note out and about losing it, it flipped 
and it felt like I was inhaling the snow. Now, the drummer's wife, uh, Angie Odell is her name. Tim's a drummer. I love her, and she used to time me, and she said something along the lines of like, uh, I, she couldn't believe how long I held out. No, it was like over 60 seconds, like around 61 seconds. I'm like, no way, but she had to be right. That was the longest freaking note I've ever held in my life. It was crazy, and it was all because I discovered in Alarhe, the vo- uh, La Voce. I could feel like I was inhaling this note, and I was only using half my tank of gas. I did not have fully filled lungs. It was so crazy. Now, any of you, any of you still holding out that note? I hope not. <laughs> I hope your stomach muscles burn, though. We really want to do it. So you can literally make that as a breathing exercise. Just take a big, deep belly breath. Hold out a note. It could be a high note. It could be a speaking range note, low note. It doesn't matter. Just hold it out steady. If the vibrato kicks in, that's okay. But pretend you're inhaling that note. Bing. Anything to add, Ben? Yeah. One thing is if you're trying to make your air last for a long note, um, I I like to think in terms of uh, just increasing the efficiency of it. You know, in, in, in terms of like a car, you could have a car that gets... 10 miles a gallon, or you could have a car that goes 50 miles a gallon. Um, and so you want to sort of train yourself to be the car that gets 50 miles to the gallon. You don't need more gallons of air, right? So that's sort of the, the analogy there. Just be more efficient with the air use. Uh, and that's really what it comes down to. And the uh, inhalation sensation is very much um, sort of just keeping everything relaxed and open uh, no extra strain or stress for some singers, especially if it comes to holding out a long note or a high note, there's this tendency to, Oh no, here it comes. And then they like push and strain and get all, uh, you know, stressed out about it. Whereas if you focus on the inhalation sensation, it kind of like you can't like you have to keep it relaxed and everything easy. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think that's a really good thing to do. And just to in general, be aware of anytime you're vocalizing at all, whether you're performing, recording, practicing, anything. Now, he said uh, efficiency, fuel efficiency. Remember, uh, since we're talking about cars, you do have a gas pedal. It's that bearing down. Uh, you've, you've been in this podcast enough. I'm sure I've talked about it. You've read Raise Your Voice. You're in VBA. You, you have to bear down, which tightens the abdominal wall. Uh, this actually well, we're not going to get into the, the reasoning for it today, but this actually will keep that diaphragm from relaxing too quick releasing the air so before we end this i do want to give you one more this is the one that i gave her today i said you know what you've been writing all these songs so here's another tip for you for breathing you know you're working on your breathing you got the inhalation sensation i said you really need to print out all your lyrics even though you sing these you sing them in the studio you sing these live i need you to go through all of your songs and really pay attention to where you breathe where do you take an inhale after which line is it, uh, is it this part of the song? You always go through two lines and you don't take a breath to hear, but this part of the song in the course, you do it every line. Uh, make sure you really study yourself and realize where you typically breathe nine times out of 10, then put you like a big, um, you know, apostrophe sign or a slash or something. Uh, and on this printed words, he's got to be printed out, take them into rehearsal have them in front of you, even though you know your songs, pay attention and always breathe in the same spot. Uh, there's going to be times you're going like, I feel great. I'm not going to breathe here because I know I can go two more lines. That's really cool. I'm happy. You know, I'll give you a little applause, but don't do it. Your body likes a routine. It likes consistency. So figure out what works best for you. I also suggest if you're doing this in rehearsal, bounce around. If you're, a, if you're an energetic singer on stage, 
just standing there and singing these, uh, you may feel more relaxed. I want to make sure you're moving around like you kind of would on stage. So you are a little winded and you're still used to it, but you have those lyrics in your hand and you're still breathing at the same spot because you're gonna be like, Oh my God, I can't make it to that breath spot. Then that's why you can adjust it. You'd be like, wait a minute, I'm wrong. That's not where I would breathe. That's not where I breathe on stage. I always breathe between these two words. You can make those adjustments, but then you stick to that breathing pattern. This is called song mapping. We cover it and raise your voice. There's a lot more to it than just breathing marks, but that will help you because a lot of singers just do not breathe in the same spot night after night after night. They forget, and this is so important. So that can help you if you feel like you're running out of breath because it may not be your breathing, your technique. It may be that you're short-winded because you're running around and you're not treating the song the same every night. Yeah, and uh, I actually, so I play clarinet, and uh, that's one of the things that we have to do. Like we take our performance music and we know, okay, I'm going to breathe here. So we, we do the little apostrophe. That's the symbol for a breath mark. But I mean, you can do whatever you want to mark where you breathe. It doesn't really matter that much. But yeah, you do want to be consistent with it. And uh, the other thing is, uh, I don't know if I want to, I, I hope, I don't want this to sound contradictory to what Jamie just said. But if it so happens that you end up not taking a breath where you said you were, you kind of maybe want to be aware of, okay, well, where's the next best place to take a breath? Um, so like if you decide to go the extra line, it's like, okay, well, this part's coming up. I could like delay the note a beat or something. Uh, yeah, or I mean, I, that's not contradictory. I mean, you're going to run into those times where you're in the moment and you forget and you're like, oh, crud, you know, I'm out of breath. But you can pick it back up. You've been doing this enough in rehearsal that if you, you hold out an extra line or something, because let's think about songs, uh, verse, B section, chorus. You can readjust by the time you get to the next chorus or the B section and go back to the way you normally do it. Yeah, and uh, some of the singers, like I, I watch the, uh, you know, I watch recordings of live performances or whatever, and I see, okay, this is how they did it in the studio version, but when they perform it live, they'll often, they, like Mariah Carey in her song Vision of Love, that's what she does all the time. She sings it, and then right as she's coming to the end of the song, she delays one of the long notes by a single beat. That way she can get another breath before she goes into the long note. It's like, hey, you know, that works. Yeah, and but see, she's adjusted it for herself because she's recording in the studio and then she's out on stage and she's a phenomenal singer and she's moving around, but she's like, okay, this works for me. So you probably saw several recordings of her doing the exact same thing. Oh, yeah, all, she all doing the same. And she's modified it, but she modified it uh, to something that's consistent and works for her. So yeah. that's fine. That is fine. That's why I want you moving around in rehearsal because all those breath marks you did in the studio, they may not suddenly make sense anymore. Uh, when you're on stage, when you're moving around. So, you know, find that map, you know, map it out, your breathing map to where it works for you. All right. Awesome. So uh, I guess that's We're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. So Jamie, anything else you want to add in there? No, just you listen. Okay. Air is free. At least it is for now. So <laughs> keep, for now, keep breathing <laughs> is the main thing. No, this can really uh, help to turn your voice around. So uh, take these tips and apply them and let us know how you feel. Awesome. And then also, if you are listening to this uh, the day that it goes up, um, we are doing a Vendera Vocal Academy group training session this coming Tuesday. So if you're a member of the Vendera Vocal Academy, uh, be sure to check your email for uh, when that is and how to join. And we'll be sending that out. So that's coming up this coming Tuesday. If you're not currently a member of the Academy, 
uh, you can join and then you can get in on the group training sessions where it's Jamie, I'm on there, Ryan's usually on there, and we just do a bunch of question and answer discussion, whatever you want to work on. And uh, yeah, so that's what we do in the group calls. It's really fun and it's always really helpful and informative. So, all right. Thank you everyone for tuning into the podcast. See you next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal resources at singbetterfast.com.